0: Hey there, everybody. Jordan Alvarez came back. Jeremy Pena keeps hitting bombs, and Jose Abreu looks good. And we'll talk about this celebrities promoting the rule changes on tonight's Locked On Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. Here's the runner, fly ball down the right field line comes on. Kyle Tucker. It's time to finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Greg H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. Hello everybody and welcome into Locked On Astros. We're your team every day. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at strohs four one one on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, always positive, always Strohs. Eric, the man Heisman is not here tonight, but you can find him at Eric Talk Stroes on Twitter and Instagram. So check us out. If you're not subscribed to us, go ahead and do that. Give us a um, big, give us a big fat thumbs up, like Eric likes to say, and make sure that you tune in. And if you've missed episodes, you've missed player episodes, player interviews. Go back and check those out. We recently had. Local baseball product Corey Jolks on the show. It was a good show. Got to interview him in this, this episode. It's brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So let's get started, guys. This, you know. This game today was much anticipated because it was the debut, the spring debut of Jordan Alvarez. And, you know, Jordan Alvarez, when he gets up to the plate, you always wonder, what's he going to do? Is he going to hit a home run? (laughs) Because he doesn't strike out a lot. And you're wondering how his swing was going to look. Was the ball going to look flat coming off the bat? Did it, would he have power? And, well, he sent two baseballs to deep center field to start the game, and if the wind was not blowing, I believe both of those home runs could would have gone out. I'm not trying to invoke some random Aaron Judge reference to a mythological reason why the Astros beat the Yankees, but the wind was blowing pretty heavy into the outfield, and if you've been to spring training, when that wind's blowing, whatever direction it's going in, you definitely can see a difference. Um, I'm going to talk to you all today. Um, about that. So, what we're going to do is, I'm going to break. I'm going to talk about the game today. Who did what offensively? Talk a little bit about the pitching, and then um, after that, we're going to really, actually, I want to talk about what Dusty said about Jordan Alvarez, and then we're going to get into some discussion about about Kyle Tucker and you know how he's feeling, um, what's going on with Kyle Tucker. And then towards the end, I think the last segment, I want to hit on something interesting I saw. I wasn't sure what it was. I saw Sebastian Menescalso, who's actually one of my favorite stand-up comedians, doing a commercial. And I thought it was for something like Ozempic or something like that. I, I really thought it was one of these drug commercials. And it was Major League Baseball. And it was a commercial promoting the pitch clock. And then I saw a a uh, picture of Brian Cranston in front of or sitting in a film room. I'm like, Oh, there's a new Brian Cranston movie out. If you uh, follow the famous series breaking bad and a lot of the other great things he's done, um, you know, on TV, uh, <laughs> Brian Cranston's also promoting. He's like, he's like, get rid of the shift. You have to go look it up on, go to MLB.com, um, go to their film room. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, they have invoked celebrities to get us to like the rule changes. Well, Look, here's the deal. The Houston Astros have their work cut out for them. And whether we like the rules or not, they are here to stay. Now, I think they're going to be tweaked. I think there's a lot of theories out there if concessions go down and people can't buy as much beer, then the owners are going to like we got to get rid of the rules. And the Rob Manfred said we're going to tweak them a little bit. And I probably won't get into it today, but like literally they're monitoring the bat boys and bat girls. Like And if they don't perform quick enough, they could be asked to let them go. So Major League Baseball may be asking teams to fire boys and girls who have great bat boy jobs. That just sounds so terrible, Rob Manfred. So anyways, let's let's get into this Jordan Alvarez talk because this is much anticipated. Um, He was called the prodigal son today. People were like, my son has returned. Um, It was almost like Christmas in March. I almost said July, but we're not – there yet. July is when Jose Altuve would be back. Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. But this is what Baker said. Baker said, there aren't many like Jordan Alvarez and there aren't many like him. He said, I was telling someone on the bench, man, if he hits the first ball out, if it wasn't for the wind, it would have probably gone out. That was a pleasant surprise. Shouldn't have been a surprise, but it was pleasant. And he said it's rare, he said, to hit the first ball out. But for Jordan Alvarez, nothing like that's rare. Jordan Alvarez looked good at the plate. He um, said this. He said, I've been working very hard in the cage, in practice. Obviously, I'm not going to get the number of at-bats to be fully ready for the season. But it's a very long season. Obviously, none of us wanted those guys to get hurt. But they have a lot of trust in the guys on the team, and we're going to continue rolling until they're ready to incorporate themselves back into the lineup, talking about um, the guys like Jose Altuve. Um, Of course, you know, um, Lance McCullers, he's not out because of the WBC, but we also are waiting on Michael Brantley coming back. There are a lot of questions to be heard and to be asked. And I see y'all's comments tonight. I'm flying solo. I'm going to get through some of this and then I'll try to um, scroll back and make sure I can um, address some of your questions. Um, When does minor league baseball season start? That's a great question. Off the top of my head, Jay Roberts, since I don't have Eric here with me, maybe someone can go to the Sugarland Skeeter. Oh, Good Lord. I did it. Eric did it last night. I did it tonight the Sugar Land Space Cowboys website, and see when the first game is. Well, I know the two exhibition games are March 27th and 28th, obviously. And for those, I mean, and so I'll try to find that out, or someone can let me know in the comments. I just don't have their schedule memorized off the top of my head. You would think I would, but believe it or not, I don't know everything. So today the Astros beat the Nationals 5-4. to They were down 4 nothing. Jeremy Pena gets up, hit a bomb, an absolute bomb to left field, he conquered the wind on a pitch low that he had been trying to get the entire game, and that gave them one run. And this is what I love to see in this lineup. You had Pena, Bregman, and Abreu. They all went two for four. So they got six hits in their 12 at-bats. They hit 500. They had four RBIs collectively and three doubles and one home run. This is the These are the guys you're going to have in your starting lineup. Pena, Bregman, Abreu, I know Altuve is out. Remember, he's out till June, probably longer because he starts baseball activities in June. Doesn't mean he's going to play in June. But if you got these guys hitting like this and Pena at the top of the, you know, he's at the top of the order, two for four, you know, it's not a bad, bad night of production. Both Jake Myers, actually Jake Myers, Corey Lee and Justin Dearden also added with a hit each and where the Astros went on to win five to four today. Pena is poised to have a good year. Um, He may be the guy that's going to get the leadoff position. There's a a lot of talk about that. But this is what I think what's going to happen with the leadoff position is I don't think you're going to have the same leadoff guy every game. Um, You may have a guy that gets in there and gets hot, and Dusty just decides, look, there's a matchup that I don't like with this leadoff hitter. We need to get this guy because he can, can get this guy on base. I would love to see Kyle Tucker. I would not mind a Kyle Tucker, Jeremy Pena, 50, 50 split on the leadoff. I just don't see why that would be a bad thing. Okay. And I'll talk about Dearden here in a second because Dearden has a way on the list. If they decide to put, um, Altuve on the 60 day IL, I think Dearden gets on opening day, but I don't see that happening. They haven't announced anything like that. So, Dearden, trust me, will be here at some point, but it may not be until a little bit later. He definitely has turned heads and opened some eyes. Now, me personally, because I don't know much about Bannon and about Bly Madras, I would think, why can't they just cut one of those guys um, and then put Dearden on the 40-man? Now, I know for me as a fan, it's not my money. I don't know all the ins and outs of why they're there. I know that they have major league ready experience versus Dearden being a raw rookie, but I just think that um, Dearden definitely will see. I mean, you will see him at some point this season, I think sooner rather than later, but the Houston Astros had Luis Garcia on the mound and he didn't perform super great today. He gave up the four runs. um, He gave up seven hits and You know, that's going to happen. But I think for the most part, he has been nails this offseason. I mean, this uh, spring training, he was great during the WBC. We saw that. He actually struck out Jeremy Pena. Um, He had the seven strikeouts in three innings. And so that was great to see. Um, I need to tell y'all something, though. While I'm talking to y'all about everything going on with the Houston Astros, there are two things I need y'all to pay attention to. And the first thing I want to talk about is Ultimate Baseball GM is amazing. I'm so pumped about this. I've been playing it. I've actually gotten better. My team's actually pretty good this year. Have you ever dreamed of becoming the Ultimate GM, a managing Major League Baseball GM? Well, now is your chance. That's right. You can pick a specific team. You can actually import real teams like the Astros. You can manage the Astros. You can start out at any level. Um, I started out as a bad team at first. It was like the 3-100 loss win teams. And I ended up getting fired as a GM. Imagine that. So then I put it on the Astros being good and I'm around 500. I'm better. So here's what you can do. Hire. You can hire the right coaches and staff. You can motivate players. You can scout them. You can draft them. International scouts draft. You can trade. I mean, it's really fun. It's like the real deal. It really makes me respect even more what GMs do in Major League Baseball. So you have to go check it out. So, Locked On Astros listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use a promo code Locked On. I used it um, in the game store. So, you can make sure to check it out. To download the game, just go to ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in your App Store. That's ProBaseballGM.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. And one more order of business to get is a new exciting partnership with the Locked On Network. This is going to save you money. Do you like saving money? Everybody say yes at once. We love saving money. Do you like paying high ticket prices? Absolutely not. Well, I've got the answer for you, and that is game time. Game time is making buying tickets less stress-free. Actually, it's not even stress-free with them. You have killer deals, last-minute tickets, and the best price guarantee. You can stop freaking out about getting these overhyped ticket prices, these third-market people that are jacking the prices up. Here's the deal. I love the flash deals, the last-minute tickets. They're easy to find. You can buy tickets of every kind of any event, not just Houston Astros. Images of the seat views, the lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, et cetera. They have your back. It is the place for last minute deals. It is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. It gets images of your seats that you can buy. So you know exactly what it looks like from your seat to the field. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. That's right. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code Locked on MLB. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So, Jordan Alvarez is back. You guys are commenting. I'm going to try to pull a couple comments here. Um, Guy Webster asked this. So for those of y'all listening, I will try to pull comments off from time to time. Eric and I will. And if you want to get the experience of asking us live, um, you can hear your question read and your name read and share it with your friends and family. He says, do you see Brantley in a leadoff if we can get him back? Well, you know, he is going to be back. I, You know, Brantley in a leadoff spot, I'm not sure. Because your leadoff guy, you kind of want to have some speed. And that, to me, your primary guys for that would be, Tucker Pena and Dusty Baker has said McCormick so there are several things there are th- at least three players I think you consider I don't know if I want Brantley as the leadoff I think Brantley's better as a hit a double guy get a guy from first to third guy um, in the you know two hole three hole or whatever but when he's healthy we will have to see yes it is almost baseball season as solo thought sports says. Um, or we got another one. Let's see. Um, Carl Matula says when Brentley comes back, McCormick won't bat sixth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but you know, look, guys, give McCormick a chance. I know today he had a golden opportunity to join in the hit parade. And he struck out. I think this was an important game for him to get a hit in. And so McCormick's going to be in there. You're probably going to see to start the season uh, opening day, y- you might see. Myers in left, McCormick in center, and Tucker and right. Don't be upset if you see that. Um, Myers will get a start over Dubon. Um, Hensley will be playing second. And so that's how things, I believe, will shape out. And Corey Favors, thank you so much, sir, for helping me out. Dude, look at this. This is why we have great listeners like y'all. March 31st, Space Cowboys first game. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was March 31st. I was was about 80%, but I didn't want to give y'all bad information. So Corey Favors... In for the win. Thank you so much. Um, Jay Roberts says, I'm going back on these comments, short lease for Dubon and Meyer. Any slow start will punch their ticket out of there. Yeah, I really think that Jake Myers squarely understands what's going on. When I talked to him at spring training, he was like, yeah, I'm I'm in competition, but I feel good. And so I, I feel more confident about Jake Myers being in there. He just has to go out and prove himself. Um, Guy Webster said Justin Dearden as leadoff. You know, he could be a leadoff hitter. Um, he's got pop, he's he's not slow. Um, that wouldn't be a bad idea, but maybe not the best idea. So try to be always positive, always strodes. Um, you know, it's funny tonight. I was I was accused of calling Dusty Baker names on uh, social media today. It was it was quite the interesting exchange I had with a certain individual. And I was highly critical of Dusty a lot last year. A lot of people were, but I don't know that I ever called him names. And, you know, I, I went back to see if I didn't go listen to every podcast, but I went back and listened to a few. And, dude, I was all over Dusty last year. I I did a lot of knee-jerk reacting. And, and so I think in 2023, what I've learned, and this is the mindset I think you guys and girls will be a little less stressed out with Jose Altuve starting on the shelf with with Lance McCullough starting on the shelf, with hearing about Hunter Brown's lower back, with Brantley not not starting until like ten games in the season, because you got to understand all these things are happening right now. And knock on wood, cross my fingers. I mean, there are players going down left and right. Reese Hoskins from the Phillies literally was going back on a ground ball at first base, tore his ACL, done. It's torn. He's done. He's gone for the year. So, Reese Hoskins was lost. It wasn't the WBC's fault. It was just a simple non contact ACL tear done. What is going on with Altuve? It's concerning, but it's a thumb. It's not an ACL. It's not a shoulder. It's not a, ta- I mean, it's something that can be repaired and that he can gain his strength and power. So, we have to realize that 2022 was a blessing and that we didn't have to deal with injuries. Now we're having to deal with injuries, but they're all on the front end guys. See, I'm going to spin things positively here. I'm going to believe that this team will do a great job. And yes, the eight inning rally. I mean, the eighth inning rally, that's, that's when they scored. I I was going to bring that up. They scored four of their five runs in the eighth inning come from behind win against the Washington nationals, the 2019 world series champions. Their fans always remind me of that. And they did when I was in Florida, (laughs) but yes, um, Brantley is not going to start until about 10 games into the season. And his reasoning, their reasoning for not starting him until then is because family issues pulled him away from spring training. He wasn't able to get his reps and look Brantley is your ultimate methodical like dude, like he's your ultimate veteran. So um, I don't mind him doing that. Luis Garcia today he was replaced in the fourth inning by um, a reliever after not being able to get an out in the inning he was last in. Um, and with these new rules, just things things are crazy. Like, like, you know, Luis Garcia didn't look super great, but I think Luis Garcia losing the rock the baby thing, I believe that um, Luis Garcia is going to su- – going to have a surprisingly really, really good year. I know everybody's looking at Javier and Valdez, but I I really think that we've got definitely, um, yes, I am glass half full, Brett, that is right, yes, sir, Carl. Arlie says, I'm from Nebraska, I remember Myers in college. He been this way all along, one short, hot start, then he crumbles Wow. Oh, well, I won't read that publicly. Y'all can read that for yourself. I don't want to read that over the air. Arlie with the honest take. Here I am being positive, and Arlie, like, hits me with the right hook of honesty, man. Honesty is great, but is it always the best policy? I'm joking. (laughs) The the Astros April 21st game at Atlanta, um, we will play them on Apple TV and April 28th, the home game against Philadelphia. So we have two games against the Last two teams we played against um, in the World Series last two years, and they're going to be on Apple TV Plus. So if you don't have Apple TV Plus, sorry. Unless you're streaming and you can get it some other way, you ain't gonna be able to watch that game. I heard that Apple TV is opening up there the ability for sports bars and restaurants to show their games. So maybe you can go to Hooters here and ask. We don't have a sponsorship with them yet, but they're a great place to hang out and watch games. Um, The bulk of the Astros games will be televised, obviously on AT&T Sportsnet Southwest. That will, I think, become eventually Jim Crane Sportsnet um, once he buys it, if that ever goes down. ESPN will exclusively air the March 30th season opener and World Series banner-raising ceremony against the White Sox as well as the April 16th and April 30th home games against the Rangers and Phillies, respectively. So those are some notes about um, television. Now... So the Houston Astros going into the season limping. I uh, had an interesting, interesting uh, conversation. I can't wait for the AL West preview to come out. The AOS West other locked on host. I tipped my hat to them. I showed them some respect. I was nice. But let me tell you. Um, they're pretty salty. Uh, the locked on Rangers guy, Bryce, a friend of mine. And I don't know if he was being serious, but he picked the Rangers, the Angels, and the Mariners to make the playoffs and not the Astros. (laughs) I just couldn't. Um, And then I got shade thrown at me from the locked on Mariners guy, Colby, saying, like, throwing shade at us, saying we signed a former MVP when we could have signed a future MVP. And I was like, what? Like, dude, it was contentious in there. And, you know, I threw shade back at the Seattle guy. I said, you know, things are salty because y'all got seawater is in the air and you know, y'all were like CS rise and we hit y'all and it was like, see y'all sink. So I was having fun with that, but you'll have to watch that AOS preview. It was actually excellent. Um, they were dog piling on me a little bit. I was a little outnumbered, but that's what happens when you are the one leading the pack, when you are the one that's out in front when you're the top dog, you know? So, um, I love talking with them. You'll have to watch that. Yes. NCAA basketball, Houston, Texas, Dave, um, I'm sorry, NCAA basketball with U of H and Astros baseball. Life is good in H town, dude. And we got the final four coming here. I mean, the final four, what is going on with that? That is going to be awesome. So Deard into swinging a hot bat. Like Arlie says, Corey jokes, is swinging a hot bat. We had jokes on, I actually interviewed him. If you didn't catch that interview, please go watch that. Um, it was great. I want to get to Kyle Tucker. I want to talk about Kyle Tucker here. I'm going to read this comment, and then I'm going to talk to you all about FanDuel, and then we're going to talk about Kyle Tucker for the final segment. So, y'all, please stay listening and hang in there. Look, if Chaz can at least hit, and the only way he can play is basically defense, The no disrespect, his pulling first baseman of last year routine, that's why I know the current center for the Cubs. Okay, you you may have to you may have to clarify that. I don't know, Willard, if I understood that or if you typed that off, but I'm not sure. Um, look, Chaz is your center fielder opening day. That's not gonna change between March 23rd and March 30th. That's not changing in seven days. Chaz is your opening day center fielder. It's okay. It's okay. So all right, we we've talked about Chaz. I need to talk to y'all. About FanDuel, because let me tell you something. FanDuel is the number one sports book, and it is the favorite sports book for Locked On Network. The tournament is heating up. Of course, we know that. University of Texas, University of Houston. I mean, we got some Texas schools going in there. We're trying to beat Miami. We're trying to beat anyone who's coming up against us. And with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, you can get the no sweat first bet for new customers up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. That's right. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's right. So let's get into this Kyle Tucker talk because they were asking Kyle Tucker. He said, Tucker for the win, Guy Webster. Um, oh, this is what uh, Mr. Mr. Willard meant. He said, wouldn't have you wouldn't have bought it if he had signed with Houston. It's over because Cody Bellinger is the center fielder. Okay, so. Um, I, I don't know what Cody Bellinger ta- – okay, I'm. anyways, I'm really sorry. Sometimes I try to read these comments, and I don't proofread them before I read them. I do apologize, guys. But look, um, oh, what is my take on the Astros playing 19 games in 21 days? They're the champs. I mean, go, go get it. They've got a tough schedule. Guys, don't be surprised if the Astros are under 500 after April's over, okay? I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm not gonna be upset if they're if they are what like uh it's like uh twenty one games let's say they let's say they lose fourteen games and they win thirteen. I'm not gonna be upset about that i I think if they get five hundred or better at the end of April they're doing good so Kyle Tucker um he said he was asked, how did you prepare for the world baseball classic compared to the world series or compared to the playoffs? He said it was relatively the same. The crowd is probably just as loud and into the game as the playoffs here or at the WBC, the atmosphere and the noise wise. He said it probably was about the same. He said he does want to play again in 2026. Um, Kyle Tucker lived the tournament's thrill and terror during the final World Baseball Classic game. He sprained his ankle after sliding into second base during the first inning of Team USA's 9-7 quarterfinal win over Team Venezuela. Astros teammate Jose Altuve applied a tag on Tucker who held the bag and despite rolling his right leg in an um despite rolling his right leg awkward and awkward looking play. Tucker finished the game In substantial pain, he struck a solo home run in the fifth inning to widen the Team USA's lead, launching a 1-1 fastball from Luis Garcia, Houston Astro, 365 feet into right field. Um, Tucker trotted around the bases while a sold-out crowd came to a crescendo. He reached home plate, produced a wide smile, and saluted um, the superstar-laden dugout. It was a really cool experience, Tucker said, with a smile on his face. you know, then Altuve came out of the game, and he said it was crazy. He said I was hoping it ran up and in, and it went by him or hit him, hit the bat or something, um, and that it didn't really hurt him too bad. And so Kyle Tucker was a little miffed, and as we said the, on the on the show before, um, I was a little harsh on on Daniel Bard for the uh, for the hitting. Um, hitting uh, Jose Altuve, but the guy said he lost sleep over it. I felt kind of bad for saying the things I said. I I had a little bit of an emotional reaction. It's kind of funny. It kind of goes along with the review someone gave us. He said, Brett tends to be too emotional and knee-jerk reactions. So um, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Um, so Kyle Tucker is back. He's feeling good. He's saying that, um, you know, I just I just really feel like, um I'm going to be ready for the season. I'm not worried about things things being delayed and I just think that he is going to be um an amazing um right fielder. He's going to be the best right fielder. And I even said on the show AL West preview I said Kyle Tucker's probably going to win the MVP. And they all laughed. They all, oh Tani, this and that. I'm like whatever. So anyways, <laughs> um look The bottom line is this. The Houston Astros going into the season are going in with some wounded ducks. They got some wounded wings. They got some wounded feet. But at the end of the day, everything's going to work out. I I like our pitching depth. We may not have as much depth as we thought we had because of injuries. But I think the Astros are willing to look outside the club for different types of help if they need to along the way. You might see a significant trade this year. Um, Maybe, heck, I don't know. Are they going to extend Kyle Tucker? Who knows? Um, You know, I don't really want to get much into it because we're already at the 30-minute mark, and I thank y'all for hanging in. But y'all need to go watch the advertisements that Major League Baseball is doing, the propaganda that Rob Manfred. Now, where was this genius when it came to promoting the game other than pushing the new rules on us and making us like them because they put likable characters behind it? What's next? Am I going to see Michael Scott from The Office promote these lame rules? Like, is Michael Scott going to promote the Bat Boy and Bat Girl have to be quick enough? And if their performance isn't up to Major League's par, we're going to fire them or ask you to fire them? I love Sebastian Meniscalco. I love Brian Cranston as an actor. But I don't want celebrities telling me why I should like the game changing. I don't like the pitch clock. I don't like the total ban of the shift. And yes, I am the number one. I hate the shift guy, but I think they should have let them have a limited number of shifts. Give them five shifts to use in the game. If you use your three shifts on their best batter and the other guys hit, hit, you know, they get hits and you should have shifted on them. Well, that's on you, but you get to choose five times when you can use the shift. I would have totally done that. The sticky stuff. I think it's a stupid band. I think they should allow certain things. I don't think it should all be allowed. I don't know about spider attack, but they need something to grip that baseball. And really, are we going to harp on the bat boys and bat girls? Like who's going to monitor that? Is this going to be like a Gestapo thing? Is this going to be like, you know, guy with major league baseball polo standing over there? Like, ti- is he going to have a timer? Like, oh look, we have a Bat Boy from the local high school. Um, he's 16 years old. He's he's an aspiring baseball player, and he's a friend of the team. Oh, you know what? Two weeks in, he's taking two seconds too long. Let's fire his butt. like, like, what are we doing? Like, what's next? Robo Bat Boys? Robo Bat Girls? I just, I just think, look, I don't like the game changing. I think the game changing. A lot of people say, well, I'm tired of long baseball games. You weren't saying that three or four years ago. I just like I I get it. People's attention spans are different. I get it. The average attention span is seven to nine seconds, which is amazing why we do a 30 minute show. I'm joking. Um, But you guys and girls hang in there. What do you guys think? I want to hear more about this. I want to talk more about this as the season goes on um umpires will fix games now oh yeah you think you had umpires fixing games or refs fixing games the nba oh yeah they're definitely gonna be fixing games now (laughs) i can't know that thank you xerxes the god king you speak such wisdom sir i can't stand the runner and extra innings neither can i and it's called a ghost runner my god the ghost runner's invisible And he always scores if he's your ghost runner. And if he's the other guy's ghost runner, he always gets tagged out before home. We know how the game was played. So, look, I'm still running the um, promotion. I'll run it through probably Friday. I'll probably announce it Sunday night. This next week, the winner of the two club-level seats. I added two more club-level seats to the Minute Maid Park exhibition game, Space Cowboys, Houston Astros. Go check out my Twitter. Do what it says. Retweet. Follow, subscribe, all that stuff, and get in for your chance to win. Go to GameTime app. Check that out. Please do that because you get $20 off. And we'll, we will be at opening day, so you will have to definitely stop by and say hi. We'll probably do a little meetup, fifth inning at St. Arnold's like we typically do. That's just the common place where everybody knows what's going on. So right now I want to tell you, before we get out of here, I want you all to go to Locked On Fantasy Baseball after you make us your first listen, Locked On Astros. Check these guys out, Locked On Fantasy Baseball. If you want to win your league, listen to Matt and Dom every day. They bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. where your team every day. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you all so much for all the comments. I'm sorry I didn't get to as many of them as I wanted to, but it's a little difficult doing it when you're solo. But look, we're going into the weekend. Go find a place to watch the Houston Cougars play some basketball, and let's go Cougs! I almost did this for the H. Let's go Cougs! Do it for the city. I'm H Town Willhouse for Locked On Astros. Eric the Man Heisman, he will be back. So y'all make sure you tune in, catch those missed episodes, and remember where your team every day goes, Astros.